Hey everyone, this is Connor. Before we get started, I just want to encourage you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. If you become a patron, you'll get access to multiple exclusive episodes every month. And you can also join our patrons-only Discord chat, where Pete and I talk informally with the Podside Picnic community. So if you like the show, go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks. Welcome back to Podside, everyone. This is, of course, Carlo. Today, it's just me and Chris. Uh, Chris, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Carlo? I'm doing all right. You ready to to board that uh, that that illegal shuttle to uh, to the space station? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, today we, we're going to be talking about uh, 2013's uh, Elysium, uh, mm-hmm. you know, starring none other than. Uh, Matt Damon, Matt uh, he, Damon. He, he he had to leave. Uh, he, he needs to leave Earth. His mission is to leave Earth because his apes have been sequestered to the space station known as Elysium. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so so Chris, had you seen this at all? Uh, I, I hadn't, um, and I'd been meaning to. In fact, I had uh, picked up the, the Blu-ray for super cheap um, and oh, interesting! Yeah, I I'm shocked. Uh, this was what almost uh, over ten years old now. I'm, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I that was that's really shocked me. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't have it, guessed it's, that. It's so funny because it, it it does not feel like it's that old. Uh, also, uh, like this is still this this is when the MCU starts really like if we put it in context this is where the MCU really starts cooking right mm-hmm. yeah uh, and this feels so so different yes yeah just <laughs> on on a, on a lot of levels <laughs> yes on a lot of levels um, so so I'll 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 say this um, I remember wanting to go see this. Uh, I, I must have been this must have been must have come out like the year after like a couple of years after I'd gotten to Baltimore. Um, and uh, I probably didn't go see it due to a combination of things. Uh, not 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 too many things, just mainly two. Mm-hmm. One, uh, I, I I have a fatal flaw. I hate going to the movies alone sometimes. Oh, dude! Sometimes those are the best movie. Trips. Oh, it, it can it can it can be it can be yeah for sure, um, but but it's it's still one of those things where I I'd rather go. It's I've always experienced movies as going like with someone else or a group of people, mm. and it's it's really I I mean it's I think it's a it's a different experience uh, mm-hmm. if you go alone it, it, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I just probably need to get over it myself. The other aspect was that um i remember hearing like uh and and if you look at uh you know stuff like you got to remember at at that point i like i was like like really using like rotten tomatoes as is like a a guide guide post or whatever for what was good which i mean sometimes they're they're right but oftentimes it's like i don't know 
And I remember this one got like very mixed reviews. Uh, yeah. And that sort of kept me away. I was like, eh, I can wait and see see it like when it comes out on video or whatever. So I never went to go see it at the movies. And I, I sort of I sort of regret it because this this must have been like a lot of fun to go see in a, like on yes. a big screen. Agreed. Yeah. I, I, just the, you know, sound design and everything I think would have been really, really good to see on a nice big, you know, a nice screen with some a nice big sound system would have been really My God. Cool. You do know that um, as part of the uh, release, like th- this one had like a weird um, path to release. Um, apparently it got pushed back twice by Sony. Uh, I think initially they didn't want to run it uh, when they when they were planning to run it. It was going to run uh, or compete against the Great and Powerful Oz. Um, uh-huh. So they didn't want to compete against that. And then I think they pushed it a couple uh, pushed it back again. And one of the things that uh, resulted as a result of that that pushback or whatever you know in the schedule. Uh, seems to be that they decided to run it on IMAX. Could you imagine this on IMAX? Bro? Oh, bro. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, some of these action set pieces would look really fucking amazing in IMAX, I'd imagine. Yes, for sure. Um, but anyway, so so let's, let's. I mean, this is a pretty, I think it's a pretty straightforward plot. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty much. Uh, Matt Damon plays, uh, what is it? Max, uh, what's his name? Max DaCosta. DaCosta, yeah. <laughs> um, who is a, he's he's a parolee. Apparently he, we, we, we start learning. Uh, I do love that they just sort of drop you in. And he, this is, you know, like one of the things that stuck out to me is like, wow, this, um, I had to Google it because I was like, wait, which one came first? Because the, the scenery on Earth, Earth is a hellhole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it, everyone, everyone, like, like, let's put it this way: uh, Earth is the third world, mm-hmm. and Elysium is the first world. Right. Elysium is a space station where all the rich people <laughs> live. Like these, I mean, some of the, some of the, <laughs> some of the landscape in these uh, just brings to mind like just very fake uh, looking landscaping type stuff. It, it looks like a Barbie set. Yes, yeah, and I, I think probably deliberately so because it, it looks like some of those gigantic um, suburban, you know, McMansion acres where mm-hmm. everything is like kind of like not quite symmetrically like it's everything shoved in there just to get the maximum amount of space for everybody, um, and like you know, so there's like there's no you know orderly streets and things like that, and it just it looks like a you know down view from like if you're up top of Malibu or something minus the coastline you know like it's right, like right. Gi- gigantic like stylish um mansions with you know perfectly kept you know neon green grass <laughs> like it's like um yeah it's 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 um you know some of the it's the villages uh on crack <laughs> well it's it's um I, I was i was trying to find the uh the image so so elysium is a uh i mean you can see it from it's it's large enough that you can see it almost <clears throat> as large as the moon mm-hmm. in daylight yeah. um and uh what it looks like inside i don't know if you've ever seen these um the the space station concept art from like the 70s i'm looking at one right now that's uh, don davis where it's like this weird 
tunnel. It looks like a, a tunnel that arches up and like a lot of like, like you said, like a lot of um, mansions and so, sort of like artificial forests. And there's a, a lake running through it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looks really cool. And honestly, the movie does a great job of capturing it, like that corridor feel. Yeah. The space station. It, it, it's kind of like a it's like a thinner version of the um, Ian Banks's uh, orbitals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Banks used those uh, concept art uh, ideas. Yeah, for or, his and similarly, own. I wouldn't be surprised if Neil Blomkamp uh, didn't use orbitals. Yeah. You know, in turn. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Max DaCosta is, uh, you know, he's, he's on earth as they call it a sad sack earth. Uh, it looks very much like the opening of Wally. Yeah, definitely. 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 It also looks like, um, yeah, it's like post kind of like post apocalyptic, um, like just everything's just brown and dirty and you're climbing through like debris piles everywhere and well I, they use the scary the scary filter yes exactly the, the scary yes, they, foreign they use, country filter yes exactly that except the, that it's like la <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's when you know things has gone bad in america when they have the yellow filter pulled up put on everything yep scary filter on America in crisis. Um, so yeah, uh, we we find out in snippets of dialogue that Max uh, is a parolee, uh, probably because he steals. He's he's a car thief, right? Uh, amongst many other uh, shady, you know, uh, endeavors to make ends meet. Because obviously, like everyone lives in like this sort of. It looks like a bombed out shell of a of some sort of weird slum you know yeah and it kind of like you get the sense that kind of everybody is working on some sort of like black market um you know Mm -hmm. grift whether or not you know it just depends on you know who there are some people still doing jobs but they probably all have something on the side just and and like it's like necessary to survive Mm -hmm. like you have to do that I think the the only person that we could probably assume is doing okay is um, is Faye, who uh, is played by Alice Alice Brava. Uh, yes, who who uh, apparently uh, Matt Damon and she uh, grew up together, like in the orphanage. Uh, <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were saying the actors. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes, yes, the actors grew up together. Yeah. Yes, no, no, no. Yes, exactly right. Um, yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt Damon's Max and, and Alice Bra- uh, Braga's uh, fr- uh, Frey, rather Frey. Yeah. Um, but so, and we find out that uh, also we find out that Max works at like a uh, weirdly he gets harassed on his way to the work by the same robots that he builds at work. Yeah, that's and that's real. <laughs> that's real tough to. So yeah, so uh, it, on Earth, um, it seems like uh, the police have been taken over by you know these kind of like autonomous robots. Um, they they, who, fi- they finally defunded the police. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> and then um, they, it kind of looks like. So this is like by the same guy who did Chappie. They're kind of like a more. A less yeah, they're, they're, version of Chappie. Yeah, they're, they're like a, a tactical version of Chappie. Yes. When, when they came on the thing, I, I said, that's Chappie. 
<laughs> did you point at the screen too? Yes, I did. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I, I, I have I have yet to see Chappie. So but Chappie is on my list of things to see. As Excellent. Well. We should we should probably we should probably yeah, we should probably do that. I mean, we should probably do like what what is it? District he's got like three too. yeah three films out so far. Wait, does yeah, he have a, uh, well, no, he's a, he, else? yes. His most recent one came out this year. It's that Gran Turismo movie. Oh, the one that's, gotcha. It's, so it's based on a video game, but it's not. It's based on the, the story of a kid who learned to drive while playing the video game. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, I saw parts of this, actually, yeah. now, now that you mention it, because I, I, I thought it was a ridiculous uh, idea. And then, you know what? Now, now that you mention it, this sounds like a lot of fun to just just watch. Yeah, oh yeah, it's probably interesting. <laughs> it would make an interesting double feature with something like Speed Racer or something. Yes, that's a good idea. Anyway, so uh, he gets harassed on his way to work. Uh, basically, they they break his fucking arm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what the fuck. Uh, he has to go into the hospital before he goes into work. Yeah, and he gets uh, doctor half pay. <laughs> he gets doctor half pay. I mean, he meets Frey there. Uh, he, he manages to to sort of like slowly wear her down. You know, between her five thousand patients, he manages yep. to get her to agree to you know, have coffee with him. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, she keeps on putting him off because her life is complicated. She says, uh, we find out later what why it's complicated. Uh, right. Uh, but but in any case, he goes into work and his boss is like immediately like his boss is like both an asshole, but looks Im- like immensely harried and like over <laughs> his head all the time. Yeah. Uh, so so he gets immediately docked for half pay for the day. He's like, OK, whatever, man. And uh, he I forget. It's not this day. It's the next day that he gets the right that he has the yeah. the workplace accident. That's right. Yes. Um, and, and in the meantime, like he gets off shift, uh, we, we, it's a beautiful, uh, confluence of, of different Latin American actors in this too, by the way, mm-hmm. we, we get yes. a Diego Luna with amazing little br- double braids, uh, yes. yeah. and, uh, and, and the apparent, um, both weird, uh, he seems like both a cartel, uh, uh, boss and a sort of weird freedom fighter, uh, Wagner Moda, uh, yes. plays Spider. Yes, yeah, and he's kind of like, um, almost, he's kind of like a hacker figure too. Well, not figure, but he, he is a hacker. Like he's he has kind of like a gang of hackers. It seems like. Yes, yes. L- let let's let me just put this out there right away. This mm-hmm. movie is so amazingly cyberpunk, and it's something that yes. gets sort of lost in <clears throat> the rest of like other space. Because you know, you know how people get weird and they flatten movies into mm-hmm. the one thing. It's about mm-hmm. space stations. It's like, no man, that that's one aspect, sure. Yeah, but this is entirely I, cyberpunk, bro. No, it, it totally is, and I I think probably you might not. I, I, I think you definitely would not have known that from any of like the ads or trailers or anything like that. Like nope. it's really not until you sit and watch because I, I think part of you know the the feature of cyberpunk being a kind of like um, you know playing with uh, technology and like you know that kind of stuff. But this this is you know it it uses technology and and you know body modification and, and things along those lines. 
Um, but it does so in the service of kind of like um, it's not making a point about technology, whereas a cyberpunk story might be, you know? I mean, it's not making I, I would argue that when I say cyberpunk, what I mean is that, yes, there is technology. There's lots of technology just lying around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it definitely follows that maxim of cyberpunk that the street finds its own uses for tech, right? Right. That's, yes, true. And uh, Spider is part of, like, that aspect of the movie. Um, Diego Luna's character, um, oh, shit, what is his name again? Uh, shit. Uh, uh, Julio. Uh, Julio, is, yeah. is sort of, He's sort of, like, adjacent or orbits that org uh, rather than being a, a formal part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or at least, you know... Given the fact that it feels like Spider is sort of big in that entire area, it, it would be difficult to not, you know, run into, run into yeah. like his influence in any way, shape, it, or form. It, yeah, he he seems to be like kind of like the the mob figure you kind of have to deal with if you want to do any sort of black market stuff. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but uh, so so anyway, so the we get Julio sort of like trying to tempt Max as like, ah, I got a great idea for you. A great job. Blah, blah, blah. Talking about like, he wants to steal like, was it like 18 cars or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's funny because the way that uh, Max breaks it down is like, yeah, you, you just need to do this and this, you, you steal only the two, uh, two cars. And then you, 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 I forget exactly what it is that you do with you. Like you steal the batteries out of the other ones or whatever, something to yeah. that effect. Um, yeah, so they can't come after you. Yeah, so they can't chase you, and uh, it it immediately also establishes that he he was not only a car thief, but he was probably a pretty good one, a pretty good exactly. professional <laughs> yeah. one too. Yeah, because uh, he he immediately thinks it through and is like, yeah, yeah, you don't want them chasing you, you don't want them to do this, so you need to do these things, this, this, and this. He's like, ah, you got me, you got me. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> um, so next day he goes in and uh, he he basically gets. Uh, forced by his, you know, uh, harried boss to, uh, yes. he can't seem to cl- like he he basically r- rolls these stacks, these racks, I should say, full of the um the robot chassis, like the torsos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess they get some sort of weird radiation, maybe microwave. Yeah. I don't know. So, so the the first time that they showed it, um, I, I thought it was kind of just like some sort of like you know furnace that was like hardening everything but then it's it, then this the, this day that we're talking about it's revealed that he is actually it, it is actually radiation yeah they're, they're irradiating the, the chassis for some, uh, for some right reason. exactly and, yeah and then um the yeah so he something gets stuck and the door won't close yeah the, um, to, there's, to there's the like a, a pallet underneath the yeah. like where he rolls the rack uh got like it's basically wedges up against the the sliding uh, pneumatic door and it, it won't it, it just jams it and so yes. his boss says no get in there get in there and yeah. as we get mean, in there or you're fired yeah basically. get in there or you're fired yeah and uh so so it's it's obvious that osha is not really a thing anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh so he does get in there and as we we expect uh, and as in fairness he expected as well uh, mm-hmm. the door just immediately shuts and he gets yep. like a full fucking dose of radiation. Yes. Yeah. And, and it looks horrible. <laughs> it, it looks terrible, man. 
Yeah. Uh, like, like I, I do have to give them props for the, the makeup. As soon as he comes out, he looks gray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he is oh, clearly, God. you know, dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did love that the, uh, he's got like a little med bot. He's like, here, sign here to, you know, yeah. basically a release form yes, for exactly. him to get his medication. And it just sort of like yeah. dumps it on his chest. Yeah. That was something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that they were like shoving a release right in his face, and oh my god! So I'm guessing lawyers are no longer a thing in future Earth. Well, you know, maybe, maybe they, maybe they, 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 they paid attention to the classics like Shakespeare, or they're all up on Elysium. So they. Well, I mean, yeah, there, there's also that. Like <laughs> lawyers are going to go where the money is, right? Um, but but I was thinking more along the lines. What is it? Yeah, I, I, I caught your yeah, first first kill the lawyers. <laughs> first kill all the lawyers. Uh, or you just hire them for your corporate, uh, your corporate yeah. endeavors. Anyway, the the point being that uh, he gets a full dose of radiation and is pronounced. Basically, he will be dead in five days. Uh, yes. The the medicine that he's given is simply for him to function normally as a human being for you know for those five days, and that's mm. it. <laughs> they can't say. <Yeah>. That. <laughs> there, there's no attempt. You know. Um, and the the thing that uh, and before I, I go any further, we, we need to backtrack slightly because one of the things that immediately uh, is made clear is that in Elysium, not only do all the rich people live there, but they actually have like these like almost like a rejuvenation booth or something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's it just it's sort straight of like up just scan, uh, it scans your body. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, because and, and it shows uh, particularly like um, to show how it works. We see a a, a, a young woman, um, you know, sunbathing who and then immediately coming in and sitting in this pod. And then like you can kind of see like the skin cancer, like leaving her body. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the sunburn starts fading. And yeah. I'm guessing that at uh, under the hood, so to speak, uh, all those uh, weird telomeres that have been sort of cut or or shortened because of you know exposure to radiation have been fixed so she yep. she can go out and sunbathe till she's burnt to a crisp and come back in again you know exactly and, yep. and do it all day if she wants uh, so uh so yeah so so basically uh people on Elysium not only live like essentially like these just ridiculously affluent lives uh, but also have like the best of everything, including medical uh, care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and everyone on uh, on Earth is basically shut out from that. Uh, we, we do get like an early scene where um, Spider gets basically you see these people being hustled into these like ramshackle, somewhat cobbled together space shuttles. Um, mm -hmm. And. Uh, and people like like uh, helpers from Spider's organization, like basically laser burning uh, these um, these IDs directly onto people's skins, uh, right? That then become like attached to their DNA, uh, which yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a way that they they use on Elysium to determine who is a you know Elysium citizen. Yes, and who is not. Well, it's 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 essentially a passport or a visa that's directly. Mm -hmm. In your DNA. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that can be like, it's not, 
I mean, I guess some people, some of these people are probably born with it, but these people have found a way to kind of like biohack you into having mm-hmm. whatever this passport is. And uh, so it becomes clear that they're making a run for the border because, I mean, obviously this is exactly what the. Yeah, you know. no, it's, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, it's absolutely like a, a border, a border run. Um, and uh, that's where we we get a brief shot of like the interior politics uh, where uh, the main antagonist here. Well, there's two. Uh, there's there's uh, Jodie Foster playing uh, what is it uh, something Delacourt, uh, Defense Secretary Jessica Delacourt. There we go, and and yes. let's let let me just pause right here because I do want to point out that Jodie Foster makes a bold choice in her accent and the way she <laughs> yes. her diction works that sounds yeah. precisely like someone who has like es- essentially like one of those Euro- European films or like e like a uh, European Union films uh that has been sort of like ADR dubbed okay with like a neutral European accent yeah it, it, but it also kind of like sneaks in some like almost like German type accent too at times like it's a very Interesting choice, we'll just say. Well, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure she she is able to keep it up the entire movie. <laughs> I mean, I, she does admirably well, but you know, yeah, she, she doesn't. I mean, yeah. it's Jodie Foster. It's, she's, yeah, she's she's great, wonderful. Uh, yeah. and, and I do love. Uh, I I don't know who did it, but it it definitely brought a smile to my face because I I throughout the this whole thing I was thinking to myself, do you think Neil is still with her? Because the way that Jodie Foster's hair is done and the way she yeah. carries herself feels very much like, you know, a certain Hillary Clinton figure, like you said, maybe mixed <laughs> in with a little Angela Merkel, you know, just yeah. very, very girl boss vibes, you know? Yes, definitely. But I mean, I, I would say argue he's probably not with her considering the <laughs> overall message and the way she... <laughs> Uh, we, we, we could uh, remind me once we're done, uh, let's circle back to messaging, right? Because, uh, yes, because uh, obviously, yeah, obviously the movie has a, it's a little heavy handed in its messaging, but I, you know what? I, I didn't, I didn't find it to be particularly like it didn't bother me. I don't know. Anyway, the, the point is, yeah. uh, we, we get this run at the border. There's three shuttles and that's where Delacourt basically, uh, through a back channel activates like a black ops agent that she has on the surface who just, mm-hmm. just like walks up to this, to this van that's just waiting for him pulls out like apparently, uh, uh, I guess a surface to space missile. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, launchers and just launches like three missiles. Uh, after the the things, they they just chase them up through the stratosphere and into space, and you know, one after the other, just boom, 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 done. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I did I did like it's it's very tense. Like honestly, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. not very long um, because you know, sadly, these people are not you know not the the main characters of this movie. Right. But at the same time, like the, the small amount I felt, I, I felt like it, it does well. Yeah. You know, it does well in establishing that tension of like, well, is it going to miss this time? You know? And yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's great. It's great. Uh, I mean, all of them are dead. 
uh, and uh, <laughs> that's not great. That's but not the, great. The, the yeah, but the, yeah, that whole set piece is really great. I mean, it, it certainly sets um, sets the precedent of exactly what's you know what's going to happen if you try to get onto Elysium, right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, like they 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 protect it with their their border with deadly force. Yes, <laughs> extreme prejudice. Um, yeah. But um, so so her her black ops agent is uh, none other than uh, Blomkamp fave Shalter uh, Copley mm-hmm. playing Agent yeah. Kruger, which uh, Agent Kruger. I, I love. I love that. That is such an evil sounding name. <laughs> yes. Yes. And if for, you know, the one thing that we know about Shalter Copley is that he gives up, you know, he gives it his all in his oh, performance. Oh shit! So he is going he, like full on. He 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 must have worked out a lot. This this isn't like uh, MCU style uh, working out, but but like he's he's yeah. fucking jacked for this movie. Yeah, he is. He really is. Um, yeah, and he's just he is a bastard. Oh, he is amazingly bad. Uh, like he's yeah. evil. Yeah, really, just mm-hmm. bad, bad dude, bad hombre, if you yeah. will. <laughs> um I I also loved the uh, detail that he's got like little pieces of like weird cyborg shit sticking out <laughs> out of his skin. Yeah, that that was cool. Uh so you know, it 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 has that same feeling. Do you remember um is it the undiscovered country uh, the Star Trek 6 one? 6 uh I think so yeah Where it's Something the murder right. mystery in space with Klingons Yes yeah oh yes yes with the Klingons Well uh, do you remember uh Christopher Plummer's Klingon character Yes of the course. motherfucker had like he gives me the same vibes as that motherfucker cuz that motherfucker had an eye patch riveted into his skull <laughs> <laughs> Yes he did Uh but yeah like it, it, it sort of denotes a little a little bit of uh, badassness and uh somewhat a um i guess what you'd call like a somewhat uh ambivalent feeling towards one's own body yeah <laughs> uh in any case the point being that uh he immediately like just uh, uh, job's done it tosses everything yeah. and, and goes back to whatever the fuck he was doing um meanwhile uh max is trying to you know like like he's got the shakes and Julio, you know, Diego Luna finds him on the street. He collapses. He manages to get him to his, his apart, his little shitty apartment. Uh, that's still like, basically he's built. He, it's still just cinder blocks. It's not even painted or anything. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, basically f- feeds him a pill and is like, Oh, this is bad, man. This is bad. And, uh, th- that's where they, he manages to, to secure a, um, it, that's where basically he he manages to uh, Max decides that he's gonna do something for Spider if he can get him on to Elysium because he's got five days. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot to. I may have forgotten to mention that he's got five. No, days. No, I think we did say that. Yes. And so his his plan is he wants to get onto Elysium to to get one of the pods so he can cure his himself. Yes. Just basically undo the cancer. And, <laughs> the cancer. Yeah. And 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 Spider kind of says like I can do that, but you have to do this thing for me. Yes. First. Uh, and it, it, basically, they end up doing like a data heist. This is where where yep. it becomes super duper cyberpunk. Cyber, yes, very. They're splicing and. <laughs> well, it's, uh, the 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 thing is that yeah, Spider tells him yeah, you need to do this for me. I I need I need access codes because I think he's 
he's he doesn't have any more access codes or they figured them out or something to that effect and he needs mm -hmm. something new right and uh, basically that's where uh, max says you know what my 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 former boss who fired me for for getting radiation poisoning you know what that motherfucker goes to elysium <laughs> it, like he's in control of the i i believe that he's uh one of the ceos uh or directors yep. of the company that made elysium basically that's yeah that's exactly it um and it's played by the the great william fichter who's so good at playing these like slimy kind of like corporate guys um and uh he i, I love um any scene with him because he's like constantly on like you know their version of a bluetooth headset he's constantly like he like if any earth person gets close to him he's like don't breathe on me don't breathe on me don't breathe <laughs> I don't want to smell. Like, I don't want your air. Yeah, like, like even even like, uh, his, like uh, Max's boss, he's like, cover your mouth. Cover yes, your mouth. yeah, exactly. Don't talk yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> just his total disdain is just so funny. Uh, he, he, he comes across again uh, the the germophobia type thing. Just comes across as very uh, like I know that this wasn't he wasn't even on the radar at the moment, but but it it feels very Trump like you know like that. It yeah it does don't don't yeah. don't breathe on me don't don't even you know what just just look over there look at that wall tell tell yeah. me what you're gonna <laughs> turn around and tell me what you're gonna say so uh but yeah yeah and so um, Max says yeah fuck that guy that's my boss that was my former boss fuck that guy so they decide to do mm -hmm. a, a data heist on him and it just so happens that uh, they they manage to serendipitously capture him basically. Uh, you know, decide upon this course of action just as Delacorte is trying to basically use um, mm -hmm. the the company's uh, software that runs Elysium. Basically, she wants to mm -hmm. approach uh, Fickner, who is uh, John Carlyle. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and they want to approach him so that he can figure out a way to just, you know reboot the system and have her in charge yeah so the, there, there's something where like the it's programmed that a specific person is in charge of like president right and there's a way to reboot it and the kind of like slip in some new code <laughs> that indicates who the actual like so she's basically trying to pull off like kind of like a hacking a coup via she's, hacking. She's, she wants she wants access to the voting machines <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I think that that's that's uh, I I don't remember right now, but I think it's implied that the uh, Elysium system does have like they they do have like some sort of some version of at least a performative democracy because they do have like she's the yeah. defense minister or whatever the hell, but she answers right, to right. like some other guy and his staff. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like the president equivalent. Yeah. Pretty much. And she would be like. I guess Department of State plus Department of Homeland Security. I mean, she's she invokes Homeland Security. Mm -hmm. like yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's actually mentioned hey. in the movie, if I remember correctly. Right, and you know, it, it's interesting. Like that, there's this kind of like, you know, political intrigue, kind of like um, almost MacGuffin type of thing, because it's it's the way that they use to just to justify the other stuff. But like, um, it's it's not exactly clear. Well, what she would get out of being the ruler versus what she's currently doing. Like what's, how is that going to be well, different? Because she, um, she wouldn't have anyone like 
telling her because the the other the the guy who is essentially the president of space uh uh you know like <laughs> takes her to task and gives her a hard time and and tries to right, tries to yes. limit oh, her yeah, yeah. Uh, in in certain ways he was he yes he was objecting to the way that they dealt with those the border runners yes exactly right um okay yeah now that's that's yeah. so so yeah. essentially she wants to you know she wants to get rid of the leash on her you know mm-hmm. and uh, yes yeah uh he, and he was particularly uh, objecting to her use of of Kruger as yes. well because he 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 gets uh, fired right. Um, uh, yes, that. because she gets she gets essentially uh, I forget she gets demoted uh, or or placed on suspension or something to that effect or she's just ousted. Yeah, I mean, she definitely gets dressed. Yeah, I think she just gets like she gets dressed down. Yeah, she gets right? dressed down, and then uh, they take away her toy, which is Kruger, right? And they they basically yeah, tell right, him exactly. that. He, they send him like they just beam down like a like an email. They fire him by email. Yeah, <laughs> he gets it on his little da- data pad on his arm, and he's like he's doing like a he's just he's just grill pilled uh, at that point. You know, at that moment in time, he's grill pilled, and he's like he kicks well, and, over and, the grill and he's like fuck you. Yeah. Well, and don't, doesn't it also like dis like um deactivate some of the implants? Right? Is that what they say? Something like that. I f- I thought because I, I I thought there was something where like he doesn't have access to certain things. Well, he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't be a, he wouldn't he wouldn't have access to like uh, classified information because and, right. But I I, I I I thought there was something where the like the the cheery computer voice says something about like you're fired now you can no longer blah blah blah. Well, I mean, like I would also like, imagine that he's sort of like stranded on Earth for the moment. Uh, because well, yeah. you can't even really access their 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 data network to even call for a shuttle. He'd have to figure out a way to get it. I mean, granted, he has a shuttle of his own, um, but I I do believe that yeah, like he doesn't get the he doesn't have like codes or anything to get back uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it isn't until Delacorte sort of like goes through back channels that she's able to like get him, give him uh, like give him an order and basically give him like some. Some duped. Uh, I forget it, it, it. It. I mean, there's parts of this that are great. Uh, I don't object to the action, but sometimes the action sort of like obscures a lot of the the other more subtler plot elements. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. For sure. And and uh, like you know these people with their kind of like you know funny put on accents kind of also sometimes kind of just like. You know, say this stuff really fast. That too, too, yeah. So you're kind of like, huh? Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> they're, they're they're and they all sound like they're headed to the planet of base. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so so essentially, uh, Max is after uh, Carlisle. They track like his sleek little like uh, sports coup type of shuttle which looks mm-hmm. cool as shit i gotta admit yeah um yeah definitely they managed to to shoot it out of like wait no no they they plant something on it and he's like get away from my blah blah, blah. and uh, he doesn't realize that they planted a small explosive in one of the uh one of the intakes uh jet intakes yeah. and it just like explodes on route on route Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. they just basically intercept him like they they sort of figured out that if he explodes here the trajectory where he clashes is here so they follow him and uh, a, a it it happens to be that 
at that same moment, uh, I believe Kruger gets informed that they're trying to data heist. Right, exactly. Um, and and then, uh, well, so uh, Max was the one who, who demands that it was his former boss be yes, the target, yes. right? Um, but also, we com- we completely missed that uh, Spider gives Max oh, this exoskeleton. Right. Yes, the cool ass exoskeleton. Yes. So, yeah, so because he's all weak and everything from the radiation, um, to, to so he can do this this mission. Spider gives him this like exoskeleton that kind of plugs into his spine. Um, like it's not a full on. Yeah, like, it's, it's not know, like an exosuit. It's more like a, a yes. frame. Right. Uh, exactly. Which gives him some you know increased. Um, you know, strength and, and power and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and also, like, just the plain fact that he's got, like, these rods, these, I'm imagining, like, weird titanium or some real heavy-duty metal, uh, <laughs> you know, like, basically running and, up his arms, you know. Right. And, and um, they also put in kind of, like, a, basically a hard drive in, in Max's mm-hmm. head, um, which is, like, you know, that's very Johnny oh, Mnemonic. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean that's exactly Jonathan yes. Monic. Um and then so once they, they do get Carlisle, they download um the program from Carlisle's brain. Uh, but but um, the thing that we we know as an audience is that before Carlisle uploaded all that, he set he put the settings to crypt to, to encrypt it and uh that encry- to decrypt would be without the proper key would be lethal. Yes, exactly. So if you try to like try to force force it um, to to decrypt without using the actual key that it's developed, it would kill you essentially. It's like like old timey cyberpunk, like uh, what is it, electronic countermeasure type stuff. Yep, yep. Like booby trapped. You booby trapped. <laughs> you said boob. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so um, the the gunfight as is often the case these gunfights become a disaster <laughs> more so more so yeah. because uh they don't expect one they don't expect carlisle to have anything uh to protect him uh and two they're not expecting for kruger to be on route within like the minute like they they immediately start yes. getting uh, pinged that oh shit he's on route. <laughs> yeah, like somebody Elysium sent someone they, they don't know it's Kruger that's yep. the thing, uh, but right, they know exactly, that yeah. it's like some fucking Elysium fucking black ops badasses coming their way. Yep. Um. So so obviously there's there's pressure. Uh, Carlisle shoots wildly. I think he hits somebody. Uh, he hits the actual uh the the hacker. <laughs> Or yeah. he shoots at him, and then the hacker just goes wild and starts shooting wildly and hits Carlisle, <laughs> like right yeah, in the heart. He's dead. <laughs> uh, but they managed to, like, before that happened, like before he or as he's dying or whatever, they managed to just hook him up uh, to to Max's head, and they download it. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. like, yeah, it's, it's obviously... <laughs> Imagine, imagine watching your ninety-seven percent uh, download bar uh, slowly flicker between ninety-eight and ninety-seven 
for for yeah. for you know a minute or so as you know that there's a kills you know basically a death squad headed your way it's a little yep. pressure i don't know but yeah like i i did like that um that kruger j- does actually show up on scene and just fucking owns everyone he's like just yeah. amazing does short work of everyone except max mm-hmm. um I I did also love that he uh, Max, uh, when he finally has a has him in his sights, like dead to rights, with like these explosive rounds, uh, he like Kruger just happens to have Halo technology with him, <laughs> which which makes me sort of sad because like a lot of Neil Blomkamp's trajectory in film is basically he wanted to do a Halo film and they didn't let him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he did um, almost like proof of concept type stuff, right? Well, that for, was for well, Halo. He, uh, I don't remember. Uh, you you might be right. I do know that the like District Nines um, came out of a short film that he did, which is like maybe ten minutes long. I want to say, and I forget what it's. Mm-hmm. It's something a day in Joburg or something like that. Uh, Okay. It's it's a short film that had like it's essentially District Nine ish, like you can see the DNA of where District Nine came from from that short film. Right. But you can also see that right. oh he wanted yeah like once you know that he wanted to do like a Halo film and you see that short film and you're like oh yeah I could totally see it here man. Yeah, I, I mean I I feel like he was officially attached. Yes, he for was. A while, he was too. If I remember never... correctly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so it just it just yeah. Never I think got it was like pre-production type stuff, and it just never really. Yeah. And and you know, like yeah. it, Halo finally produced like what is that TV show or whatever? Uh, was it last yeah. year or the year before? <laughs> I think it was it last sort year. Of dropped um, into the dropped into the pond like a turd into a like a one yeah, one pebble turd you know, into a toilet bowl, you know. Exactly. It's it's the it's the streaming um you know, streaming exclusive, so it's totally just lost to the sand yep, of the time. Pretty much. Um but yeah, so so uh so basically Max finally meets Kruger. Kruger meets Max, uh and uh basically Max is the only person that, that survives. Like he he's the mm-hmm. only one that, like even poor Julio gets like fucking Murked by a tactic katana that uh, that Kruger has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's yeah he's, <laughs> and, and even that makes it feel very cyberpunk too. Right? Oh the yeah, katana. absolutely. Like with like the, the kind of just like random Asian. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know that that shit was like some sort of uh, like uh, monofilament, you know, made out of some fucking <laughs> cyberpunk metals <laughs> shit, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, you just don't get any lore on it because it's a movie and they got to keep on moving along. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Uh, it's, it's in yeah. the name. You got to move. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like uh, I, I did like that entire sequence and, uh, and the fact that you, you get that first encounter between Max and Kruger, which then, you know, is sort of like the 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 other end of that that bookend, right? Is when they get to Elysium, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but yeah, like he he's able to get the 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 code, but it's just completely scrambled. Um, it turns out that as a result of the data heist, 
uh, Delacourt has actually um, closed, is, is jamming all signals between Elysium and Earth, so no one can leave the planet surface. Um, mm-hmm. And when he goes back to Spider, uh, Spider says, I, I can't do shit, you know, like... Uh, so that's where uh, and there's a, a slight detour where um, Max ends up in like weirdly in Frey's house. Uh, yeah. And she's <laughs> that's where we find out that the reason her life is complicated is because she has a daughter that he didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her daughter is like basically in stage four, you know, leukemia or some shit like that. Yeah, um, exactly. It it. it Yes. Yep. And so she she wants also wants to get her daughter to uh, uh Yeah, pop. exactly right. So now we have like, you know, two people, you know, what's going to happen? Uh and what what <laughs> ends up happening is that um you know, I, I forget there's a there's probably a couple of beats that I'm missing here, but but I did find it interesting that Max just goes like, "You know what? Fuck it." He <laughs> goes tries to find out where Kruger is like, "Come here." <laughs> Basically, he, oh, I forget. He uh that Kruger had left, had, had released like these weird, uh, they look like little Roombas, uh, surveillance Roombas that fl- mm. float around in, in the sky. Uh, and he had not like Max had knocked one of those out of the sky using a rock. And so he comes back and grabs the downed one and is like shouting into his camera. He's like, Hey boss, you've got to see this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the South African accents uh, of of both Kruger, uh, what is it Kruger? Uh, shit, I forget the other the other guy's names. Anyway, the the point being that his team are all South African, so they sound very right. Yeah, <laughs> Crow yes. Crow and Drake. There we go. Yes, <clears throat> those are the ones. And so um, the the uh, he he basically. Decides that he's going to go ahead and and go, you know, offer himself up to Kruger uh, so that he can get since no one can leave, uh, you know, no one that's not authorized can leave the planet's surface. He's like, well, fuck it. Mm-hmm. These are the guys that can get them, get me to Elysium. Let's let me get let, I'll I'll figure out a way to get me to Elysium. So he's just basically uses like a <laughs> a, a grenade that he's holding forever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, he's it's the whole like you know I'm holding this if I if you shoot me that's gonna blow up and <laughs> yeah, uh, but but in any case, uh, it, it works out except that in the midst, of course, you know that these guys are gonna try to pull some shit. Uh, like uh, Charlton Copley's uh, Kruger is being really gross to the uh, to to Frey and to the little girl. Super duper, uh, just gross. disgusting, and, and yeah. just like so threatening as well. Just like terrible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. you know, like, and as we we are going to expect, right? Uh, basically, they try some shit, and uh, it turns out that <laughs> when you try some shit with a guy that's holding a uh, unpinned grenade in a moving vehicle. <laughs> That that grenade rolls around a while, and dude, Chris, I got to tell you, one of the um, most amazing selling points of this entire movie is this scene, because the grenade mm-hmm. goes off, 
just as like Charlotte Copley's character Kruger is trying to like go for it and it fucking tears his face off. Yeah. It's gnarly as fuck, bro. I I was really shocked at that because up till now the the movie hadn't shown that kind of like mm-hmm. gore <laughs> and it's he like full on like you can see his skull coming through his head yeah, it, it and looks like, like it looks like it is someone put ground meat that fell on yeah. like got run over a couple of times on the highway and then draped it over a skull yeah it, it's it is it's very very gnarly I I, I was really yeah. impressed by it like, like that was that was, was like, i think yeah. that that was the one scene that just immediately like okay this is a this is like i was ready to give it a a low b a c maybe you know maybe and that just immediately okay this is definitely a minus territory now uh <laughs> but yeah so so you know they they crash land. I loved also that they crash land on Elysium. Mm. Just yeah. just like just tear a furrow uh, into the the perfectly manicured lawns of uh, the Elysium uh, elite, and uh, immediately uh, like there's a, a mad scramble as everyone just starts running their own in their own way their their different directions. Frey and her her little kiddo Matilda, uh, she tries to get her into the mansion that's right in front of them to try to get her into the pod, and she manages to get her into the pod, but she doesn't have the she doesn't have the 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 DNA uh, passport shit, so it doesn't work for mm-hmm. her, and so she's like she's just like at wit's end, you know, like uh, Max. Uh, runs off in another direction and uh, the 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 boys drag uh Kruger off to the nearest pod they can find uh because he's still alive that's the thing that's crazy about mm-hmm. this is that he's still yeah. alive <laughs> yeah he he looks so like deader than oh yeah dead. yeah i thought to myself <laughs> that's it that's the end of this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, he's 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 still alive. Uh he and and it's great when they when they finally like put him in the pod. Uh like you see the reconstruction happening in real time. Uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it's uh, really cool. And very, very the cool. first thing he does is he gets rid of the pesky Delacorte who's giving him too many orders. Fuck that shit. Stabs her in the neck with a fucking pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he yeah he kind of like takes over as the yeah he he decides that uh, yeah that that uh, w- w- I'm gonna try for the accent. Elysium needs a real president. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So he decides he wants to be installed. It, it's I I always like the move where movies do this where like you know you think somebody's the big bad and then they like oh it's like they're they're messing with forces they can't control and then, so then somebody else becomes mm-hmm. actually the big bad like, well, I, I, like I, I found it really um it, it's sort of cathartic isn't it because delacorte uh you know jody foster does a good job of making delacorte really sort of like reptilian and repulsive you know yeah yeah she's you know every person yes, in power pretty much <laughs> and and the fact that she's got like this basically like a, a a junkyard dog on a leash doesn't protect mm-hmm. her in the very least, you know? No, exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, you're only as good as, and, and he's like, he's officially fired too. So it's not like she, you know, he's 
yeah. going to lose. He's got anything, nothing to you lose. Know? Uh, right. But um, but yeah, so so then it, it it basically boils down to like this extended uh, sort of like cat and mouse game between Max trying to get the data to the central Hobbit Elysium with spider who has come up behind them. Um, and, uh, and basically keeping playing, keep away with, uh, Kruger. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. And, uh, I, I did, I wish we could have seen a little bit more of the electricity rifles, uh, <laughs> like the Elysium has some <laughs> some badass weaponry. I gotta admit, <laughs> it's it, it was sort of like uh, speaking of uh, Halo. Uh, it's sort of like the 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 whole scene in District Nine. I don't want to spoil too much, but like where they're testing the different types of weapons. <laughs> yeah, yes, it would have been really cool to see some of that. But anyway, the the point being that uh, that I I did sort of like that at the end. Um, you know, like basically Max and uh, Kruger, like have it out. Kruger's still too much for Max. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only Max's real sort of like plotting, plotting doggedness at getting the sh- getting th- this all done with that really sort of like right. carries him forward because he's getting sliced and diced by this guy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kruger is like way more than he can handle, even with the mm-hmm. exoskeleton. Because Kruger has stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, he too. does. Uh, well, he also gets like a, another exoskeleton uh, attached to his body, <laughs> uh, apart mm-hmm. from whatever other body modifications he's got. Like, he's also got the same one that Max has, uh, except probably top of the yep. line because it's, you know, brand new and all that good stuff. Uh, not scavenged off of somebody like Spider did, I'm sure. But but anyway, they they you know, they engage in this fight. Uh, Spider's trying to open the door to get to the main hub. Um, you know, Max is basically you know the wall between uh, Spider doing that and and Kruger just murking him. And uh, mm-hmm. I did I did enjoy that. You know, at the end. Basically, uh, Kruger like decides he play overplays his hand, and and Max just sort of like decides to what is it? He he latches himself onto Max, and then uh, as he's gonna throw him over the side of the railing, uh, mm-hmm. and Max goes doesn't he he and then like reverses it and tries to throw max over and max like manages to hang on just enough to grab him as he's falling and just basically like severs his neck something oh no no he yeah he grabs onto the stem of the the brain stem attachment Oh yeah yeah and it, he peels against, it off him yeah. like a freaking sh- yes. the shell of a shrimp he uh just like fucks him up completely and then tosses him over <laughs> along with his fucking <laughs> grenade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I did like also the fact that Max at the end is like, fuck it. I'm not going to survive this. I can't make it, but I can save one person that I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's phrase kiddo. Yeah. 
and he sacrifices himself so that you know basically the 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 lethal um decryption comes into play there and he's like well fuck it i'm gonna yes. have to you know like he calls frey up before it, he he makes the decision uh and tells her i'm gonna have to break my promise to meet you up you know meet with you later you know blah blah and uh immediately like elysium's reboots and decides based on what spider did decides that uh, it's going to naturalize or consider everyone on earth as well a citizen of elysium yes and it's yes, really exactly. honestly like i i, I it, it's sort of corny but i sort of even got a little emotional because it's like you get to see all those shuttles mm -hmm. starting to come up or the shuttles going down to earth you know <clears throat> Yeah, so, yeah, all the, like, um, med bots or whatever are kind of like, oh, you know, you see all these on all these people on Earth need medical assistance. So all these med, uh, you know, med shuttles start taking off and heading towards Earth to start. Yeah, and, and let me let's be clear here. The the apart from the building, like all the these med bays or pods or whatever you want to call them exactly, they're all already built. There's a lot of them. There's yeah. so many of them, mm -hmm. uh, right? Which, which, yeah, which is clear that they, they could have done, done this. At any also, time. Uh, I wanted to point out the the reason that I I wanted to point out that they were already built is that there's no resources. They don't use any resources. the The medical pods don't use yeah. any resources to heal anyone, so it's not like it's going to cost anything to anyone. It's mm -hmm. it, uh, you know, right? Um, Granted, I think that that's oversimplified for you know purposes of of you know like dramatic, dramatic narrative well, yeah. and all that good stuff. You know, but but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that when this came out, uh, which again, 2013, <clears throat> this is like right as I believe Occupy is really starting to starting to really uh, get into full swing. Uh, all these conversations that we we have been having for probably 10 years now uh, about mm -hmm. inequality, about medical care, you know, about immigration, pro you know, like open borders, immigration, all that stuff. These are mm -hmm. all things that this movie is trying to sort of deal with. Does it deal with them like in a super subtle way? No. Well, yeah. And, and that was what I was going to say too. And, and I totally agree with you that this is, a total like it's it is not subtle right whatsoever and, it is you know thudding thuddingly obvious about mm -hmm. what it's trying to say but you know what yeah so what well, who cares that's, like that's it's, the thing like, like like so so i was i was reading up and uh at the like a couple of the reviews at the time like obviously there's some people that enjoyed it for what it was um mm -hmm. but a lot of the uh a lot of the mixed reviews were basically oh this you know that it just devolves into action set pieces it's like okay so the, uh, let, let me put it this way. even better uh a lot of the ones that had that as an ex like as a reason for why they didn't think that this was good is well you know after the success of district nine this this sort of starts off you know the sci-fi premise and then devolves into action set pieces and you're like motherfucker that was district nine <laughs> yeah like, exactly <laughs> there's an entire reason that district's nine back district nine's back half is like kick ass because it's it's an entirely like it's all action yeah exactly 
Um, yeah, and, and I, I, I don't know if, like, you know, since when is an action movie having action a bad thing? That was something I wanted to say. They, they, um, they do a like the fight between uh, Matt Damon and uh, Copley, Shaltel Copley, um, mm-hmm. is brutal. Like it is like he, it, it's, it's really, really like it is one of the best um, like hand to hand in like a Hollywood picture I've seen in a long, long time. Like it is just really, really good. Like because they, you know, there's a real weight to it behind like every punch and every like falling down. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it's, it's I think it's and- it's also interesting to to note here that um, this is like Blomkamp is is using real blood, um, like like mm-hmm. uh, I mean, not real blood. I should say stage blood. <laughs> using real <laughs> blood that wasn't acting. <laughs> That's what, this one makes it great. Uh, no, no. Uh, it, you know, uh, Blomkamp is not uh, Akira Kurosawa uh, firing firing real arrows at <laughs> the Shiro Mufune. Um, but but um, but I do want to say that uh, like they use like you know stage blood and and like the usual old timey stuff. It's not CGI blood. It's so oh, annoying, God. man. Yeah. And and I will say that to your point, like, sure, the backdrop is probably all CGI'd in, you know, the the perhaps the cat the catwalk that they're yeah. fighting on is might be part of a set. I don't know. Um, but but they're they're they are acting and and moving um in response to each other, which gives that entire yes. fight like this weight to it, like you said. But also the mm-hmm. the fact that um, you know Char- uh, Kruger is engaged in some knife work, which makes yes. you, know, you know that any time that a bad guy takes out a knife, uh, that that's some that's some get get ready to wince a little bit because that's gonna you're gonna feel phantom pain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, the the effects in this are really really good. They're they're done. They hold. They're, it's it's this movie's ten years old and it, it looks better than some stuff that well, comes out now. Let, like, let me not... let me can can you expand on something because I think that before you know when we were talking about this a little bit offline uh, before we recorded and whatnot, um, Chris, you had mm-hmm. you mentioned that this felt like a '90s action flick in 2013. Could you expand yes. a little bit upon that? So I have to go back to my memory of what I meant when I said that. Are, are um, you not? Are you not impressed by that? Was couple, <laughs> that was no. I'm not. Unfortunately, um, or or fortunately, rather, I should say. Um, yeah. So I guess what I meant was a, a, a lot of it felt. Uh, it, it's less to do with the effects and more kind of just like the vibes of everything, where it's like, um, you know it's kind of straight to the point. It's not about trauma. (laughs) Like it's like, um, you know, there's everybody kind of has a a quick little like characterization, um, you know, like I'm, I'm the hacker guy. Like, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like uh, it's gets pretty quickly Mm -hmm. right to the point about like action and things like that. Um, Yeah. That's kind of what I was, what I was going for. was like one of the other things that goes hand in hand with this and might, might've actually repelled some of these um, critics at the time is the fact that this is a movie that is just like very sort of earnestly trying to give you its message. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I I do think a lot of times people, um, particularly critics sometimes are put off by some, Mm -hmm. by earnestness. Uh, uh, And uh, 
you know, whether it's, you know, trying to save Christmas, going to jail, getting scared stupid, they're afraid of these. Uh, hey <laughs> Seriously, though. Um, hey But no, yes, it, the, the earnestness with which it does, you know, go about its um, messaging, um, can de- I, I can totally see where, you know, uh, somebody would be put off by that. But to me, that just, it's, who cares? Like, it's, we're seeing, a, an, you know, an awesome action movie about, Basically saying, you know, universal health care for everybody. Open borders. You know, f- <laughs> yeah, yeah. fuck, yeah, f- fuck the rich and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like all, all the so like, who cares? Like it's yeah, like it's it's not, um, yeah, and I think that's also kind of where I was going with the '90s things too. Was just like the some of the like, uh, the action is stuff that you might not have seen in a long time either. Like where it's just really kind of like close quarters gunfighting and like some hardcore you know fighting itself and yeah that that's that's where i was going yeah with no that. no i mean um, i think you're 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 absolutely correct uh to be fair you know yeah no yeah yeah um matt matt damon i i love matt damon um he he's not given a ton to do here he only kind of mm-hmm. only has one mode really um but i mean like he's obviously he's you know he's jason fucking <laughs> born oh my god so he he knows you know he knows how to handle himself with action so he's definitely good for yeah that i mean aspect. i think that he's supposed i mean that's i think that that's the issue with this type of this type of movie that requires that type of protagonist is essentially that it's not that he's not a i think that he's almost he almost needs to be uh like a stand-in, like a cutout for the for the audience, you know. Uh, and I mean that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you know pretty clear cut in many movies, but here he's given a little bit of flavor is is the only difference, right? Uh, and and the I think yep. that the issue is that I could have done with a little bit more, um, but but yeah. what we get is perfectly fine for what the movie's trying to do. And I mean, let me, let me ask you this, Chris, um, for mm-hmm. what it seems Blomkamp, Blomkamp's intent for this movie was, did it succeed? I, oh yeah, I, I think, so. I think I agree as well. I, I, yeah. I, and again, I think that, like you said, I think that a lot of the criticism, because he, he, he even pissed off, like, I forget the, the socialists. <laughs> world uh website or something like that it was like basically taking the movie to task because it wasn't in it wasn't sufficiently uh its message wasn't sufficiently uh good or something i i don't know it, it's it's sort of no. weird. but again i think that this is one of these things where um to a certain extent it has a it has this message it's very heavy-handed with but at the same time um mm-hmm. it seems from what i've read that uh, when Blumkamp went out to promote the movie, he played down a lot of the quote socialism in the in the movie, uh, which, I, in fairness, I didn't really. I mean, this is Fox News for you know definition of socialism, which is anything that helps anyone right, that's exactly. not rich. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so so I mean, I guess I can understand. Uh, how he might have, you know, sort of sawed his, the the leg off his own chair a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, and that's. I mean, fun. but it's like, it's also. I I think it's, it's one of those things that it's almost like the system in Hollywood almost for you to get a blockbuster that makes a profit, which this did not a lot, but it did make a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for it to make a profit, you can't possibly go out like you know, be a fire breather, you know, fire breathing socialist uh, right. in every press junket. Yeah, there's there's a. There's a reason why Boots Riley is not making. <laughs> I mean, he's making he's making you know, yeah he's, he's making very different movies that uh, that uh, to his yeah. credit I think he's working very well within the budgets he's given. Oh yeah, no, no, I, that, oh that no, no, was not no, any not sort of denigration of, of Boots Riley. It was merely just to say, you know, uh, the the system puts up with like dissent only so much and that's basically if you're yeah. making them well money. i mean and that's so. that that's an old uh george lucas line right where he's like yeah yeah if you're if you're you know back back when he was being interviewed he's talking about the soviet union and filmmakers over there just needed to mm-hmm. you know watch out with any criticisms of the government but in the u.s it's a very it's a very narrowly uh defined in a different direction which is like if you're not profitable then you don't get another chance so yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, man, uh, this this movie was like a breath of fresh air. Like honestly, yeah, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I really did. And and uh, I think I had mentioned that I hadn't seen it in, until like I think it was like late last year or whatever. And I was like, oh damn, okay, we got to watch. The, we got to do an episode on this. J- just the <laughs> face blowing off scene itself was enough. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Anyway, really- uh, Chris, any last thoughts on Elysium? Um, I, I, I wish, I think, I wish Neil Blomkamp would do more, um, sci-fi. We, we need to do Chappie. Um, I like District 9 a lot. Um, it's, it's, that's another one where it's like, it's messages, it mm-hmm. hits you over the head with his message, but it's, uh, still just an amazingly You, you know what? Uh, you just reminded uh-huh. me of the other, the other question that I had for you. Do you think that some of the, some of the love for District 9 and some of the hate towards Elysium the critics had is because District 9 happens in South Africa and Elysium mm. is, and therefore is criticizing South Africa, but Elysium is criticizing the right. U.S. I, that's probably, that's a very interesting point. And I would not, you know, I, I'm sure whether consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously rather, um, yeah, that that's that's probably a, that's definitely a part of it. Like, I don't know if that's a, the whole explanation, but it absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't think that that's the was, silver bullet, well, but I think that that factors in. Yeah. No, but yeah, especially oh, yeah. especially yeah. This I is mean, smack dab. Uh, you know, the year after Obama's elected for the second time. So so we we exactly. I am certain that everyone yeah. everyone that was uh, that considered themselves a uh, a good liberal thought that uh, we were just you know we were finally on the up and up you know things had changed right exactly like those those occupy kids but do they need to go get a shower things are great the economy's great and, where have yeah. I heard that before and recently hmm I don't know anyway uh, Chris. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts before we get going? I think I asked you that already, but yep. Um, nope. I'm. I, Take I, it out. Check it out. Elysium's good. It's good. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Chris, thanks again, 
everyone out there, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time here on Podside.